Balls for your mind. What is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 19th episode of The Sweet Peaceful. I'm your host, Kelton Burns, the Black Power Ranger, and today I'm joined by the Red Power Ranger, Alex Curtis. Episode 19, what up? And the Blue Power Ranger, Devin Luna. How's it going, everybody? Today we're going to be covering some video games, some anime, well, a little bit about an anime we already talked about, because I did watch some Dragon's Dogma. Uh, <laughs> so another show, a couple movies, of course, a song with a game of parental advisory at the end. So let's get right back into it. Um, so over this past week, what have you guys been playing? What have you been watching? Oh, man. Um, mostly Apex, as per usual, because that's... As like, per usual. It's my game of choice as the past little while has been but um i actually downloaded and hopped on this other battle royale game that recently became free to play uh, i think i think it came like the full release was september 3rd or something like that a game called Spellbreak, um which is if anyone hasn't heard of it it's a battle royale game that doesn't have any guns so i mean that's like the major difference there and everybody is kind of using magic and there's different um there's different like gauntlets around the map, like gloves you can put on basically, and you can have a different one on each hand. And depending on what gauntlet you have, that's like the school of magic that you have. Um, and depending on like the school of magic that you're using, it kind of dictates your play style because like the there's like an earth one and that makes you like up close combat, yada yada. And there's like an ice one which is like for like sniping type shit. But that's been really fun. Um, was enjoying that quite a bit, especially when I was playing with a friend. Like. Uh, I don't know if I'd say it's, like, you know, an amazing game or anything, but still very dope. Uh, also, fucking, I know Devin also downloaded this. I'm Kelton. I imagine you've probably played this, but the that whole game that's got a lot of hype among us. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Yep. Kelton, Kelton have, you, have you dove into that at all? Yeah, I've been playing for the past two weeks. Oh, nice, nice, nice. What do you think about it? Uh, it's kind of like a dumbed-down, easy version of TTT. I think Devin's dropped that same name. I've never played TTT. Yeah, no. exactly. It's just like TTT. It's just a really simple, easy... Yeah. I think it's easier for people to get a grasp and understand and do well at than uh, TTT. Yeah. But, yeah. I personally, I kind of found it a little bit lackluster, especially because of how hyped up it was. Um, like, I just... I feel like I see <laughs> people talking about it either on Facebook or other social media outlets or just posting Very pictures of it to up. their Snapchat. Yeah, but I mean, to be hyped. fair, it's it's a five dollar game, and if you get a really good squad together, it's like a good experience. So. Mm-hmm. I would okay, Definitely. okay. This is one thing I would say. I'd say Among Us is a really good game for quarantine, but there are board games that literally do the exact same thing. Like literally, everyone gets a hand of cards. Some two people, two players on the table are gonna have traitor cards, and yeah. then you have to lie and you have to fib your way out of the situation and try to win as the right. fucking killer of the group or whatever and those i feel like are so much more fun because you're like at a table with them everyone's drinking eating yeah like, yeah yeah eye contact so you get to read someone's face as they're trying to lie and so yeah this was just <laughs> this is just seems to me like a diet version of playing yeah. at a table whereas yeah. ttt takes it so many steps farther that it could it's an experience that it could only be played on the computer like with yeah tea rooms and all that type of shit 
Mm. That shit is yeah. I've I've spent too much too much of my life playing TTT. <laughs> yeah, I have over eleven hundred hours on. <laughs> it's TTT. ridiculous. Hell yeah! I think uh I think I'll I'll add to I mean what you're saying about Among Us kind of being a diet version of something you play at a table with people. Um, my experience I played uh two nights ago and that was that's the only time I played was two nights ago, and I played with a bunch of people that I know from Roundtable. Some who still work there, some who don't work there anymore, but there was 10 of us all through like every single round. Like we had 10 people and majority of the people had like their webcam on. Cause we're all in a discord call together. And so majority of people had their like webcam on for their discord call. So it's like, you could see everybody's face and like, <laughs> like all their, like, I don't know, like their emotions and shit while we're playing. And like, so it's like, I kind of got a similar experience to that whole, like sitting at a table with people. Um, so I don't know, but that was, that was like the main part that made it fun. So I feel like, that I, I feel like I second what you're saying it's like the game itself for me isn't an amazing game okay 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 when you have a for, full squad of people that you're for with for a second for a second explain what Among Us is to those who don't know what the game is right 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 so yeah if not people who've never played Among Us basically you have a squad of people um I don't know what the maximum is I was playing with a I think it's 10 group. yeah it's okay 10. okay then I was I was playing at the max then so max group of 10 people and i'm i assume the lowest would be like four or five or something maybe um somewhere in there but basically you're just kind of in this small little map it's like a top down kind of 8-bit style game so it looks like an old kind of looks like an older game i don't know like even though it's not like an old game um but basically there is either one or two people depending on the group size i imagine within the group that are killing people they're like the fucking they're the traitors they're the saboteurs basically and so people that aren't the killer are just going around the ship trying to complete tasks and there's a little progress bar on the top of the screen so it shows you you know like once when you complete a task you see the progress bar move up and if uh that bar gets full or if you vote out the people that are the killers because you get a chance to vote them out and there's like all these kind of different little dynamics, right? Like you can call a discussion. There's like a button in the middle of the room. Um, if you stumble upon a dead body as a player, you stumble upon another dead player and you can report it to the rest of the group and that stops the round, like basically. So that's how the rounds stop. It's either somebody calls a meeting or somebody's found a body and they reported it. Um, so basically it's just everyone trying to figure out who the who within the group is the one that's killing everybody. And so the people that are killing the people, if you're one of those people, you have to be either... I mean, it depends on the group you're with, right? Like, you're either lying or you're trying to incriminate somebody else and make it sound like somebody else is saying some shit or, like, lying or make it sound like somebody else is acting suspicious. Um, I don't know. There's all different different kinds of ways to go about it, I imagine. <laughs> the group I was playing with was really funny, though, because as soon as, like, somebody would somebody would call a meeting and then we'd turn on the mics and people would be like, all right, what fucking task were you doing, huh? And they would, yeah. like, point fingers at everybody and, like, what were you just doing? Like, and try to, like try to figure it out that way and then <laughs> even on the mic i crack under pressure people can tell like, yeah yeah same <laughs> yeah like among us is hella fun uh what have you been up to Devin? well uh the past night i was playing the black ops cold war alpha yeah how's that been i haven't had a chance to try that yet i am downloading it right now got a couple critiques on it nothing so far has like really wowed me on it like i don't know it's it's still the similar like cut and paste like call of duty shit yeah i mean that's what you kind of it has the battlefield element uh, like elements where you can play uh you can play the mosh pit that has the core 
like game modes like domination hardpoint kill confirmed team deathmatch all that shit that's 10 to 12 players but then you could also play like a combined arms uh domination where it's like that battlefield shit and there's vehicles and i didn't really like that mode at all so i stuck with the core but like i don't know nothing was really sticking out to me first game i played was on that combined arms and i was like holy shit i ain't i ain't vibing with this so I switched over to the core, and it was a little bit better. I thought Miami was going to be my favorite map, but that shit was actually not at all. It's so fucking dark. And you, you'll just be running around the entire map, like, looking to kill someone, and you won't find them the entire fucking time. But you get you get three maps. Yeah, there's Miami, Satellite, Moscow. Only three maps? Moscow is probably well, my favorite. Well, it's an alpha. Yeah. Okay, wait. Well, it's an on, alpha, Real yeah. quick, what is the difference between a beta and an alpha in game? In game well, okay, games? okay. This is kind of like a side rant, but like an alpha is supposed to be an earlier build. Oh. Like a beta is when you're more public testing it. But yeah. our like definitions of these are so fucked. Like obviously this game's already run through its actual alpha. Like it wouldn't be released to the public for testing for right, an alpha. Right, right. Like alphas are very rarely ever available. So this is more just like a glorized beta before like yeah because like i feel like they put it on that to get a little bit of heat off them yeah and because it just sounds cool to be like oh i played the alpha <laughs> but like i feel yeah. like once it's hit <laughs> once it's hit the playstation store for anyone to download it's definitely in a beta stage because like alpha it could be fully right, broken right, like right. it could be completely fucked like you're playing such an early build of the game that like uh things are just like not going to be going smooth enough to where you're just going to invite the public to come feast yeah, eyes on what's going definitely. on you know yeah so I feel like a lot of these days when you're just like, oh, pre-order to get early access to the beta where you play a month before, you're really just playing, like, you're just really just playing like a demo, like, a month early. <laughs> and, like, sure, you can slap the title beta on it, and maybe that's closer to the beta, but I don't think alpha is, like, a fitting term for, like, at least what Devin's playing right now. Fair, fair. But. No, it's it's fun. I'm still having a good amount of fun on it. I'm still going to buy Cold War That game comes out in two months. Like, why would the alpha yeah. be going two months yeah. before yeah, the game yeah, comes yeah, out? Yeah, like, <laughs> but yeah zombies is locked out i knew for i knew for a fact Bummer. it was gonna be locked out i knew they of course gonna that's so hype yeah. zombies they're not yeah. gonna let you into that <laughs> but aside from that yeah solid time solid time playing it i'm not as bad at cod as i thought because i haven't played call of duty in so fucking long but i hopped back on this yeah you play, play apex right though now. and like overwatch like, yeah true true I, yeah i feel like apex i mean like they both they those first person shooter games just go hand in hand um I feel like Apex and Valorant. Yeah, Valorant, goddamn Valorant, haven't played that in a while. But exactly, yeah, I feel like the the skill carries over from shooter to shooter, you know. So, dude, so I did watch the first episode of Dragon's Dogma today, just yeah. because we talked so much shit about that yeah. last week that I decided I was gonna <laughs> try my hand at that, see what's going on. I know it is a seven episode season, so I've seen very mixed reviews. I've seen. A lot of critics come in and say it's trash and it's really predictable and it like doesn't have any of the magic that the game has. And then I did see one user review that was like, this is up there with Castlevania for me or whatever. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to fucking wow. watch this episode one and just just to see how like how like bearable <laughs> it all is. And like the whole CG anime is like disgusting. But like I was like kind of getting used to looking at the main character's face without being distracted and actually pay attention to what he's coming out of yeah. his mouth. Even though like the lips don't match up with the words, like nothing, nothing like nothing up. makes sense. <laughs> no, nothing, dude. They just open their mouth. They just open it and then close it oh, and like no. all every any type of word. And then the dragon comes on, bro, and the dragon just opens his mouth and just keeps it open while he's talking. The dragon just wide ass mouth words hell coming out. And like like it was some attack on titan shit like the dragon me. comes in destroys this whole city like fucks this dude like 
it was like obviously the main character like the dragon was trying to fuck his oh, day up man. trying to fuck his life up like targets him kills his friend kills oh, his wife no. tears his heart out <laughs> yeah tears his heart out i'm sorry this is spoilers for episode one but this is just episode one of the show this is a premise yeah. setup i felt like a, it really felt like a like a little uh, prologue tutorial in a video game like that's like setting you up for the main adventure hell yeah but like dude gets killed the dragon's like do you feel that hatred for me do you feel that extreme hatred that you want to fucking kill me and you want my blood spilled or whatever then rips his heart out eats it and he's like all right good luck when you find me next or whatever me and my brother is sitting here like what you just took his heart isn't he dead but then now he like goes into afterlife and like your time's not done like you're going back so i assume he's gonna start changing into a dragon (laughs) or something like i don't know why he was targeted i don't know it was but i mean there wasn't enough for me to really come away with like a full yeah. judgment. I might watch the next episode. The fact that it's only seven episodes is tempting for me because like that's such a like quick watch. Yeah. Um, but it's also just dealing with like the fact that everything looks like the dragon looks like it's made out of fucking play doh. Dude, like, that's that's what I was like, that's, that dude, that's what I was handle. saying in the freaking trailer, dude. You were like you were like making comparisons to the dragon prince, and I was like, dude, dude, like. I'm, I'm fucking, I feel you on this shit, on the weird animation, but this is, like, next level bad. Like, this is next level bad. Like, the, the dragons in Dragon Prince actually look fucking cool to me. And in this show, in Dragon's Dogma, they look so bad. Even just from the trailer, okay, dude. Okay, but, like, for this, I, I think you're just starting this, like, looks maybe terrible. this style of CG anime is showing you what it feels like for me to watch Dragon Prince. Because I feel the exact same way watching Dragon Prince. <laughs> yeah. like, this shit looks terrible. And then you watch like, Dragon's Dogma and it's just funny. elevated. But for this, more. I was willing to just, like, try to just work through it. And I know Dragon Prince fans are, like, like hella fucking defensive and into that show. And, I like, that's cool. I respect it. It must be, like, it's I really mean, good, obviously, it's, uh, those writers like, it's are really great. good. <laughs> yeah. But. but yeah, dude, I've I've had an intense week. I know, outside of just Dragon's Dogma. Um, last week we talked about how the PlayStation Sony was having a PlayStation event on Wednesday uh, of last week, right, right, right. Um, and we were hoping that we'd get some more information on the PlayStation and the price and release date, maybe a date for pre-orders. Yep. Well, it turns out. They fucking just did, they did it, all. it all. They released like yeah. yeah, they did it all. Wednesday they kind of fucked up too, and they actually apologized today <laughs> for what they fucked what? up on. But how they what fucked up is yeah. they they said they were gonna give us a pre order date like a good time in advance for everyone to prepare. Yeah. But really what happened was Wednesday they're like, Yeah, pre orders open tomorrow and then Walmart broke that and released them online, so then every other retailer followed suit to be oh, competitive shit. so that Walmart so that Walmart wouldn't get all the pre orders. But what ended up happening was Walmart, Target, GameStop, uh, Amazon, and some other retailers all sold out within 24 oh, hours. What the fuck? And, um, yeah, it's, it's, like, sold out everywhere right now. And it's, like, a really big, yep. like, fiasco. I'm and, like, even off. Xbox is throwing shade at them where they're, like, we're going to tell you the exact minute ours comes out, like, a week in advance and shit. Because, like, they're getting so much fucking hate right now and backlash for doing it this way that they Damn. released it. And they apologized today, said they have more stock coming. But I got involved with this. With the help of Devin, I got an invitation link a week before. I don't know if I talked about that, but it was an exclusive invitation from Sony. I had been selected as a PlayStation member to have my chance to pre-order the console directly from them. And how they handled this was on Friday, so last Friday, um, two days after the event where they revealed it, and after it had been sold out at every other retailer, they had an exclusive 10 a.m. time where you'd click the link that was sent in your 
email. And if you opened it on multiple browsers, if you even opened it on multiple tabs in your same browser, you'd get locked out. Like it was like, do not ever use this link twice. Only oh, use shit. it once. So I go in, I get in the queue. I was just, I had a, over an hour wait time and I was like, shit, maybe it's going to be sold out by then. Like that sucks. Like, I don't know what determined that my queue times over an hour when some people got like five minutes cause I was following it on a Reddit yeah. thread. But slowly over the next hour, everyone that was able that this was interesting too, cause some people did share their links. So people that got into the queue, but their account didn't get an invitation link. Once they got into the store, there was no PlayStations available, just controllers and games. Huh. So those people were commenting on Reddit and being like, yo, the PlayStation's already sold out. It's already sold out. But what was really the case was only accounts that got invited were actually wow. able to have the approval Interesting. to order one. So when eventually I did get in, like 90 minutes after 10, 90 minutes after it opened, both consoles were still there. I pre-ordered the disk drive uh, version of the PS5. Yeah. It was ended up being like $500, $40 tax, and free shipping because I was a Plus member, which I thought was cool. Um and uh, I heard that even the next day, people that actually got official invites were able to go in and they still had consoles available. Mm. So like it did not even sell out that yeah. day, which is crazy because of how fast it's selling out everywhere else. But everybody, it seems, that got the invitation link and signed in over the past two days was able to pre That's pretty one, sweet. Which yeah. is pretty cool. That's super rad. And it was really low stress. Yeah. So I'm happy with them. But I can understand how a lot of people aren't because they wanted more notice, more time off, to save money up, more time to be prepared for like yeah. having fucking I don't know time off of work or something to be watching the fucking Walmart page and shit. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see what um, happens. What made um, you uh, go with the disc drive versus digital version? Okay, so like I was gonna go for digital because digital um, they announced is four hundred dollars, yeah. whereas the one with the disc drive is five hundred. Um, I went with disk drive because I thought of all the times that someone has like purchased a game for me for like, just like, just to gift, gift yeah. me a game or for like my birthday or Christmas totally. or something. And I was like, man, like imagine my grandma bought me a game or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, fuck, I can't true. even play yeah. this. Uh, and because the PS5 can play any PS4 disc and I just got that Marvel's Avengers mm. game and I'm like, shit, I'm not gonna be able to play that on my PS5. And like some of my other games, True. Um, and if I ever want to watch one of my movies, because I have like Lord of the Rings extended editions and shit. Yep. Um, nice. So like all those, I was like, all right, I'll spend an extra hundred. Makes sense. Um, so yeah, that's why I ended up doing that. I was prepared if it was sold out though to get the, the digital version. It wasn't like a ride or die. Yeah. Situation. When I saw the uh, price tags come, I I looked at the like cheaper version, and I was like, I'm because I, I looked at the prices before I looked at. <laughs> what they were categorized as and i was like i was like oh what is this i mean they're cheap? the exact same console just with one with the yeah, disc yeah, drive yeah and then i saw that and i was like my yeah i'm definitely thought, going with like, the disc drive i just get the digital version and then like <laughs> i mean that was my first thought i mean i only have like five maybe eight physical playstation games and i have 120 digital games yeah. so like obviously i already lean in that direction totally. it was just like man is this worth an extra like hundred dollars whatever the tax is to like just have the disc drive just in yeah. case and then i just ended up doing nice, it anyway nice. gotcha. but yeah i get that on launch day so that's exciting uh we were talking about like black ops i'll probably be getting that on launch oh, day yeah. uh along with like demon souls or something yeah but, yeah man oh, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of really cool new things coming for the ps5 i mean yes and with this event three big trailers dropped that i wanted us to cover yeah. they announced three games and a collection of games from the PS4 that are coming to PS5 as well as yep. PS4. But we're going to dive into God of War Ragnarok. 
Hogwarts Legacy, Final Fantasy 16. So, starting off with God of War Ragnarok, this was probably the least amount of information out of all the trailers <laughs> yeah. that we got. There was no gameplay. Nope. There's no cinematic trailer. It was really just fucking, like, the yep. logo. That's it. With, the, with some audio they basically, clips. With some audio clips. Yeah. Just confirm the game is coming yeah. next year. We'll see if that gets delayed or not. But it's fucking really exciting because God of War was one of the greatest games to come out on PlayStation yeah. 4. I feel like that wasn't that, that, uh, like, it wasn't that long ago. 2016 i think or maybe 2018 yeah it is pretty wild the turnaround that's why i'm kind of like expecting a delay yeah because it was 2018 so yeah that's like a three-year turnaround for such a giant triple a title i wouldn't be surprised i was was really surprised to see it on the list and like i was like what the fuck like i remember people getting super hyped up and playing the shit out of this game two years ago like i was like what is going on like how are they just bringing this one like they're already fucking big guns on the next one yeah i even saw some people concerned that maybe this would be dlc for the first one or like uh kind of spider-man miles morales where it's like a fucking beefier version mm, of the fucking mm, last game mm. that came out i don't know what are your thoughts Devin? mr fucking silent Devin? Devin's not even here <laughs> sick bro okay well moving on we have a uh, Hogwarts Legacy, okay, dude. Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> My mic's been on this whole time. <laughs> ha- or off. Wow, good one, bro. <laughs> Not the recording one, <laughs> just just the Discord. <clears throat> yeah, you haven't been recording this entire no, episode. Just the Discord. No, I've been recording. Just the Discord's been yeah. off. Dear God, dude, this is just like one technical difficulty episode after the next, bro. Um, <laughs> fuck. Okay, well, what were your thoughts on God of War Ragnarok? You hyped? I'm hyped on that. God of War, the original one, I played that shit. Gave me good feelings all around. But yeah, I, I can see you guys' concern on the high turnaround. Yeah. Two yeah. years. A little concerning. It's just really fast. If it is like the Miles Morales shit, I'll be a little bit disappointed for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because that shit was kind of disappointing on its own. But next up. Hogwarts Legacy finally was announced. And I want to mention that they wanted to be clear. J.K. Rowling was not involved with the making of this game for anyone that was concerned about it. We did cover this a little bit earlier, I yep. think, before. Yeah, we did. This game is set 100 years before the events of Harry Potter. It's an 1800s Hogwarts. Um, I think... Yeah, the game is, has gonna have, it's going to have side missions. It's open world. You can roam around the fucking campus. You can roam outside Hogwarts. Your choices are going to affect how you're remembered and how Hogwarts is remembered. So... Honestly, like, I was so stoked this is not an MMO. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's a single-player open-world campaign. Like, that is what I'm most excited for. I was really worried it was going to be an MMO and be a kind of freemium experience where you had to, like... Wizards 101. Microtransactions <laughs> and shit like that. But it doesn't sound like it's going to be that way. So uh, I'm personally really hyped Hell for yeah. this. Hell, yeah. Yeah. I hope you don't get to choose your house and it's, like, a test you get to take. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. be cool. Or if it's just like a randomized thing, just like it is in like. The <laughs> okay, I wouldn't like that. You wouldn't like that? No, I don't want to be randomly selected. You don't want them to put dude, the hat on your head. No, it's like a test. He puts to... a hat on you and he analyzes your brain. Oh, fair, fair, fair. And, and he makes he like listens to you too. Like Harry requested to be in Gryffindor when he was going to be placed in Slytherin, and he listened to Harry. That's true. That's true. Same with uh, same with Hermione. Hermione was going to be placed in Ravenclaw. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what, dude. That's an interesting aspect actually in Harry Potter. The three main characters are representatives of the other three houses, but through the Gryffindor lens. Like Harry's a Slytherin, Ron's a fucking Hufflepuff, 
and uh, Hermione's a Ravenclaw, but because they're also brave and like friendship focused, that's what puts them into Gryffindor. Interesting. That's why they're such a weird Damn, mix. I never heard of the. I never knew the other two. I just knew the, the Harry Potter. But it makes sense when you think about it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say definitely. That's funny though. Um, what usually doesn't make sense though is a fucking Final Fantasy story, bro. Dear God. Bro. That's what I was gonna say. I kind of zoned out on this trailer because the Final Fantasy like storyline is so. Dude, convoluted. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is one thing that helped me a lot. Final Fantasies are unrelated yeah, to each yeah, other. Yeah, completely. Like oh, they really? have they share similar characters. Like there's always someone named Sid who like works on your vehicle, and they like and chocobos or something. But they're completely unrelated to each other. And once I found out that they were way less intimidating to yeah. dive into. They're like, oh yeah, I'll pick up Final Fantasy VII because it's a completely new story. Right, right, right. Like. Right. One. For me, it's like, dude, the whole fan base, even for them, even like diehard fans of this game, even Recording. they can't keep track of all this shit. Mm. So how am I going <laughs> to do it? Well, I mean, that's the, I feel like that's like part of the beauty with those games. Um, I don't think you need to keep track of it, like <laughs> in order to enjoy it, at least. I don't like, you know, I don't think following it is a uh, requirement or prerequisite to the enjoyment that you can it's get. It's literally like an anime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that does help knowing though that they're not like they're their own. Yeah, like, like that's that's entity. what was really freeing to me because I was like, shit, do I need to watch a fucking like two hour long video explaining Final Fantasy one through fourteen before I play fifteen? And then I I watched it and I was like, oh, <laughs> everything's separate from each other. It's really just like jumping into like one of those shows where each season's unrelated to the yeah. last one, like American Horror Story, right, 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 or something right. like that. That's cool. Um. So yeah, one thing I thought was interesting about this is like. After Final Fantasy VII, it seemed like there was a big trend in Final Fantasy VII or Final Fantasy games where it would be medieval type stuff like kingdoms and swords, but mixed with like sci-fi spaceships yeah. and guns. And like that's like Final Fantasy's thing is like that you're always mixing like sci-fi with medieval, and like that weird mix is like seems to be really their gig. But this one seemed to be really leaning towards the fantasy side. Like I didn't see any guns, I didn't see any spaceships, I didn't yeah. see any like future tech. Yeah. Or anything like that. So that was kind of cool. I I'm interested in See, this like one. like a bunch of magic going but, on in the trailer. It's like yeah, girls shooting ice crystals and they're summoning like giants, just massive earth golems out of the ground. I and mean, shit. yeah, and that's that's another thing that's really common, like uh, across all Final Fantasies, is yeah, summons. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like yeah, oh, you can okay. always summon yeah. shit. I like I played 15 just because it was like four bros on a road trip <laughs> and like you have to camp <laughs> I have and that eat. One. And that game is hella fun once you get into it. And then it gets really weird and like doesn't make any sense in the final part of the game, but it doesn't matter because like the best part of the game is the bro trip where it's just four dudes it's the bro bro trip. listening to, <laughs> yeah. And there's like so many songs on the radio you can flip through as you're driving around. Like, <laughs> the fuck? there's hella driving in that game. I played the beginning of that game like I rented it from Redbox a while ago, and yeah, you can just go into like fucking restaurants and get the most like it looks oh, like man. real food. Yeah, and it gives you buffs and shit, so it's how important that you're eating and, like, that you're teaching your, because uh, one of your squad members, one of the boys, is a cook, so you want to make sure he's learning recipes and has ingredients so he can make good Holy shit when you're shit. camping. Yeah, that like, that part of the game's pretty cool. Sounds like a wild ride. But, speaking of Final Fantasy XV, it is included in the PlayStation Plus collection. For those who don't know, the PlayStation Plus wow. collection is 18 heavy-hitting games from the PS4 era that are being brought to the PlayStation 5 for free for anyone that wants to play them. And for those wondering, these games are also going to be available for, for, for free on the PS4 after this oh, comes out. So, the games that are coming 
for free to the PS5, which I think is really cool, by the way, because anyone who's coming over from Xbox One and now it gets to play all the hits that they missed right. from the last. This, but this is just but, for PS Plus members, right? Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, okay. God of War from 2018, Bloodborne, Final Fantasy 15, Mortal Kombat 10, Until Dawn, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Persona 5, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Monster Hunter World, Fallout 4, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, Ratchet and Clank, the 2016. Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, and Batman Arkham Knight. So that is a fat yeah, lineup right there. That's a lot. That's a pretty good lineup. Yeah. That's but I feel like, I don't know, that shit you could already play like, basically on PS now. But these are yeah. free for anyone this coming in from the big Xbox. Free like, lineup. Not a lot of people have PS now. Yeah. Free, yeah. Who the fuck has PS now? Devin, do you have PS? I now? feel like honestly, I'm a I'm a PlayStation guy. Uh, no, I did have uh, it for a little while, but uh-huh. I'm a big PlayStation guy. But <laughs> Xbox has been with their Game Pass. They've already kind of knocked Sony out of the water on the so? Game Pass. How so? But I don't yeah. I don't even view this as a fucking competitor to that. This is almost just a collection of games for free for people to like play the hits of the last yeah. gen. Yeah, big true. It's pretty. It's yeah, pretty appealing package, honestly. It's cool. I'm just saying, dude. Once PlayStation drops like a AAA title on a on a streaming game site like that, or like PlayStation Now is, if they did it on there. Funny, uh, funny you say that because PlayStation came out yesterday and said they will never do that because it doesn't seem sustainable to them. They said hundreds of millions of dollars are pumped into these games. We're not going to be dropping it for free on a subscription service. That doesn't seem profitable for us. So. God damn. You know that Microsoft has taken some losses. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft definitely has, but I mean that's why that's why I support them still at the same time, like with my PC, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have Game Pass and I use it for my computer. Hell yeah. But yeah. Okay. Moving forward. Uh the Animaniacs are getting uh rebooted on the HBO. Isn't it Hulu? Or yeah, Hulu, yeah. my bad. Yeah, Hulu is providing some new Animaniacs. That was kind of interesting to see. Yeah, well, is it um, is it that the show is getting rebooted and it's being new or like what? Because I saw a lot of like yeah, new series. Okay, I was gonna say I saw a lot of background stuff going on. You know, like the, you see a lot of the voice actors and like a lot of the behind the scenes shit. Yeah, and then like you also see some of the sketch work for the animation and whatnot in the at least in the trailer. The like in the in the trailer for said Animaniacs, they they showcase a lot of that. They show you all the voice actors. You like, it kind of introduces you. So I'm like, I'm curious. Is that what the series on Hulu is gonna include? I mean, like, do you like what's what's? Going I don't think on? so. I think it'll just be like a brand new season, basically. They just they just of Animaniacs. They just did that in the trailer just to like get you just hyped. A little throwback you know. for the get you hyped. Let you know that all the same people are coming back to do it. Yeah. Are you guys hyped on uh, the trailer for Love and Monsters? That looked pretty cool. Do you want to? It actually did kind of look cool. Do you want to explain it, Devin? Okay, so this guy. Wait, what's this guy? He's a Maze Runner guy. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this guy. He's a Maze Runner guy. <laughs> All of a sudden, I forgot what happens. There's some event that causes monsters to come to this earth, and uh, I don't know. This guy falls in love with a girl right before this happens, and then he has to try and mm-hmm. find her through a monster-infested planet and uh, runs into people along the way. I think he loses his yeah. mom in the beginning. I don't know. The trailer seems like it gives off a lot, like, well, about it, the movie. It sounds like it gives off a lot of, like, the starting stuff. Yeah. Yeah, true. But it looks pretty wild. There's, like, a lot of big old monsters chasing <laughs> him the entire time. There's a lot of apocalyptic yeah. tropes, like the 
<laughs> like the duo, <laughs> like the knockoff fucking Joel and what Ellie. The... I like how the main character's name is Samurai Joel. Sword. <laughs> and then he runs into the dog. He runs into the fucking dog, and I'm like, oh, of course he's gonna yeah, have a dog, companion, dog companion at the end of the world. Of What's course. that fucking actor's name? Who who's like the guy he runs into in the woods? He's in. Wasn't he in Zombieland? He's in Walking Dead. Oh, what? I thought he was in Zombieland. It's Merle. Nah, it's Merle from Walking Dead, what bro. What the fuck? Fucking Merle. That's nuts. It looked like the. What the fuck? It looked like the guy from Zombieland. <laughs> they even call it out, though. They're like, Samurai Sword? He's like, of course, or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it seems like, it seems pretty good. It seems like a, I don't know, the the main thing that I, like, pulled from that, I was like, this just seems fun. Like, it just seems like a fun, like, entertaining thing to watch, like. So, yeah, definitely looks cool. Definitely will be interested to see it. I don't expect it to blow my mind, but I expect it to yeah, be a yeah, decent yeah. time. One movie, another movie that's coming that I expect to be a really good time based on how many awards it's winning at every festival it's premiered at is Nomadland. And this got a weird trailer that was like a trailer for the people who first viewed this movie. So I actually looked up what this movie is actually about. So here's what okay, I pulled. Uh, yeah, I was confused. Here's what I pulled off offline. Following the economic collapse of a company town in rural Nevada, Fern, Francis McDormand, packs her van and sets off on the road, exploring a life outside of conventional society as a modern-day nomad. The third feature film from director Chloe Zhao, Nomadland, features real nomads Linda May, Swanky, and Bob Wells as Fern's mentors and comrades in her exploration through the vast landscape of the American mm-hmm. West. So it looks like it's going to be following this woman as she starts living in a van. And apparently it's an okay. extremely powerful yeah. film. Man life. Man life, bro. Lots of those TikTok kids are chasing that dream these days. TikTok being banned in the U.S. starting tomorrow. On <laughs> Sunday. Tomorrow. Um, Goodbye. September 20th. Man, I, I find Band that life, whole though. idea of, like, present, you know, like, modern-day nomads and, like, the van life, et cetera, and, like, calling it being a nomad, like, I find it very interesting. I don't know why. I just feel like when I think of nomads, I think of people that are, like, you know, didn't they don't have a lot, and they're just traveling with like whatever, like they fucking don't have much. And it's like to live the van life, it's like that takes a lot of money, and then like you need to pay for gas all the time, and like all that shit. So I'm like, man, like I don't know, like obviously I don't, maybe I just don't know enough about it. It's a more yeah. glamorous. Well, maybe glamorous you'll learn in Nomadland how to do it without any money. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I just don't know enough. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of a funny trailer. <laughs> A funny trailer for it. Well, one thing both of you guys know a lot about is music. And Hollywood and Dead has released a new song this week called Coming Home. I was wondering what you guys' music oh, uh, opinions are on this. God. Yeah. Um, we all uh, used to listen to Hollywood and Dead in middle school. Yeah. And I They're haven't listened going. to them since. They're yeah. still going. They're still reason. going. Um, <laughs> I will commend them for that. That's cool that they're still going. Um Maybe, do you think there's longtime fans? Mm. Or oh, do you for think sure. The new batches of, do you think the new batches of middle schoolers are like? I don't think middle schoolers are listening, listening to Hollywood to them and Dead right school. now. Do you not, <laughs> no, I think like I think Hollywood and Dead is riding off the people that they made that became fans in our middle school or earlier yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're gaining new following of a young crowd. New no. middle and schoolers, they don't, like, dude. Yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> what caught the eye and what hold the attention of all like of their fans was like a lot of their edgy kind of cringy ass 
music that they made that was always like the first album is always named as their best yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's hella just like fucking. It's like aggressive and vulgar and like fucking talks about depression yeah, a lot. Talks about depression, fucking like there's a lot of like fucking weird, goofy shit in their music from back then. Um, I think that just like pulled in a lot of people, and especially with this song, it just doesn't sound like they're doing that anymore. <laughs> so. I don't know. No. It sounds like they've really... I haven't heard them do that kind of stuff in a yeah. long time. I mean, they're all in their, like, 40s yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, I don't know. It just sounds oh, like... boys. sounds like a lot of their music has just taken that... Like, they just fully became engulfed in that, like, more kind of emo side. And... Yeah, for um, sure. And now they just, like, ride that wave. And I don't even, like, really know how to classify the song. It's... It's definitely not it's definitely not anywhere near the hip hop shit like they more used to lean, but then they still have that guy Johnny Three Tears rapping within the song. So it's like there is rap in the song, but like overall it sounds more like a I don't even know, like a heavier I mean <laughs> like they weird emo rock. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how to they're, they always have like this, yeah. the the rock like singer, and then they have the other all of them rapping. But it seems like Poppy definitely they emo, have done um, more guitar, more heavy type yeah, metal yeah, type yeah. Yeah. leaning stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Was good. Was good. Yeah. Are you guys? What's no. What's your thought? Oh, I was gonna say it kind of. Uh, I don't know. Like the song makes me feel like it's about to bust into like a screamo thing or like there that i'm about mm. to hear some screamo vocals, not like hardcore, but like just softer screamo or like maybe like a like a, just a glimpse of it at certain points or something. I kind of was yeah. feeling like I was and expecting like, that to come and it never did. <laughs> I have a couple, I have a couple songs from Hollywood and dead in my, uh, work playlist that are like from later albums just because they are screamo oh, songs. Or, or, like they are like rock yeah. songs with some rap and it works. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this week, are you guys ready for another game of parental advisory? I think Alex has won three times now. Yeah, I'm so yeah. fucking ready. Let's get it. I'm fucking love with this game. Here you go, Devin. <laughs> okay. Putting on my thinking cap. For those who don't know, Parental Advisory is a game that we have played four times now. This will be the fifth time. Uh, this game, every movie on IMDb has a Parental Advisory section where parents come in and they write little blips about the movie to um, kind of let other parents know if they're comfortable with their kids watching them or not. So, like, examples like... 100 uses of the word fuck or like a man gets his arm cut off brutally or like mm, two cops smoke cigarettes a lot stuff just like random stuff like that it can be it can be yeah (laughs) exactly so i'm gonna read down five of these little blips from three different movies and alex and devin are gonna try to guess before the other person what movie it is first so whoever gets two out of three wins so first movie first hint no sex Man nudity. His butt is shown while he is curved up, lying down. Man nudity. <laughs> yeah, dude. Terminator. <laughs> Good guess. I do appreciate when you guys guess on each hint. Uh, not another teen movie. <laughs> hint number two. One man tells another that he can hook him up with a woman in a red dress. She Matrix. walks by with her cleavage showing in a tight. That is the yeah. Matrix. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I did. I did not. I. I was like, this is a clear hand at what the movie is. But I wonder if either of them will get it. Um. Here's the next three hints. Um. 
Three, lots of killings with machine guns resulting in numerous bodies with little blood. Four, a man has a creature extracted from his navel. No blood is shown. Five, Cypher and Neo share a drink that is implied to be alcoholic based on Neo's aversive reaction. So that one's going to Alex. Next up, hint, hint number one. Near constant graphic bloody violence. Constant graphic bloody violence. Any guesses? <laughs> yeah, no. Nope. Two. Two. 109 uses of the N-word used by white and black people and 67 uses of Django the word Unchained. fuck. It is <laughs> God damn it, dude. Oh, oh man. All right. Well, let's, see if, <laughs> let's see if Devin gets fucking oh, no. slammed or not. Here's the next three hints. Three. A fully clothed man is shot in the crotch. He screams and flails wildly this lasts 30 seconds. Four, a man is hung upside down naked. His crotch is seen multiple times. Five, this is one of Tarantino's most violent films. Nice. All right. So here, this one. Alex has already won this one. Let's see if Devin can save himself. Number one. Probably not. A boy makes his sister scream in terror after he rips off her new ragdoll's head. Toy Story? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's <totally> <laughs> dude you're on top oh, of it today <laughs> this guy's slam, just on it dude fucking slam yeah, find, dude trying to find these next hints that i'm about to read off that didn't say the word woody or buzz <laughs> was so hard bro or sid okay two at worst idiot stupid bozo dirtbag and creep are used <laughs> three some toys are injured and one is destroyed four some toys had obviously been horribly mut- mutilated oh, off screen no. Five, Woody and Bo Peep romantically converse in one scene. <laughs> Can't have that shit, bro. Can't have that shit, dude. No romantically conversing on my watch. Can't be giving them children any ideas. I got fucking Grand you Slam, did, dude. You're out of the shit. park, bitch. Home run. <laughs> Alex is, dude, Alex is extending this lead again, just like he did on the Instagram popularity polls. It's five to I'm one. I'm just terrible Let's at parental advisory. <laughs> I just I, I feel like I remember a lot of scenes from movies. <laughs> I don't, dude. I feel like after I watch a movie, I forget <laughs> everything that happened in the movie. So oh, I rewatch it again. Devin sees a movie and he just lets yeah, it go. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he oh, that was a good experience, and then people will be like, you remember that one part? And I'll be he like, gets no. Men in Black. <laughs> Not <time>. really. <laughs> <laughs> he guessed I Men do. in Black a couple do weeks that, ago. Dude. Yeah, that's this is why. I mean, <laughs> he's got experience. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna that's gonna do it for episode nineteen. Um, been an interesting news for PlayStation news and stuff, mm. and I'm excited to see what the next week brings. Oh, yo, um, yo, hold up though, real quick. Um, fucking, if anyone out there, anime fans, has watched ReZero, which is a sick ass anime. Season two just recently came out not too long ago. I think like maybe a week or two weeks at this point. But I've been watching Hellary Zero, second season. Just got into it, and it's fire and extremely brutal. Um, so if you like watching really brutal stuff, definitely, definitely highly recommend ReZero. Check that shit out. Brutal. It's fire. Solid. I also finished uh, Umbrella Academy season two this oh. week, and that was pretty fucking sick. The finale was a fucking banger. Dude, I have I have not finished that. Banger. Yeah. Get on it. It is it is Fuck good. 
Fuck yeah, boys. Well, you know, episode 19 feels good. Feels good. 19 weeks. 19, wow. 19 weeks. 19 Some weeks. of you people um, have been listening to us talk about shit for 19 weeks, and I love you for it. <laughs> yeah, you guys fucking crazy bastards out there listening to us for 19 weeks, bro. You guys are the real ones. That's a lot of weeks. Um, I think maybe for episode 20 we'll do a guest, but if not, then we'll try to find something special Hell to yeah. do. So, yeah, look forward to that. Oh, also... I wanted to mention now, um, the little behind the scenes peek behind the curtain for Sweet Peaceful. Uh, episode 24 or 25 is going to be uh, what we're going to call the season one uh, finale, yep. basically. So um, there are probably going to be a couple of subtle changes to the show. Uh, we're going to try and change around the editing a little bit, maybe move things around. So that'll be, uh, that'll be interesting. We might take one week off after... Uh, Season one ends. Definitely let you guys know that in at least episode two in advance. But we will do something special. Probably be an extended episode for the whatever the finale oh, is, yeah. and really get into some some cool shit. But then after that, we will be back for season two. It is not the end. So episode twenty five, I'll do the podcast naked. <laughs> I've God. been doing it naked. <laughs> why are you wearing clothes? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I, why are you wearing clothes right now, Devin? God. This is why you're fucking losing parental advisory. You're not free balling. <laughs> Alex is unleashed. Free your balls, free your balls, exactly, free your mind. Dude, exactly. Free your balls, freeze your free mind. Free head is a free head. <laughs> Holy shit. Devin's thinking of his dick and it's all wrapped up in clothes. Alright. Catch you guys next week. Peace out, y'all.